Peace, peace, peace. What's the haps? You know what I'm saying? It's your boy Seven the Panther, man. Thank y'all for tuning in to Panther Politics. Um, I'm on the road trying to get things going right now. Got a show tonight. Um, due to technical difficulties beyond my control, the first half of the podcast of the day um, <laughs> is unrecoverable, so to say, so to speak. But it's all good because we got a fire second hour interview with my man, Eden Mad Assassin. He just dropped Bare Hands 4, Dark Side of the Mountain, very recently. I think y'all will enjoy the conversation. And don't forget, I will be going live talking to the uh, talking to the artists at Mike's and Mass Volume 2 a little later. So we're going to see what's popping with all of that. Shout out to uh, Ilpo, FAMU, State the Truth, and Malls, and of course, DJ D-Ice. The whole uh, Mike's and Mads movement. We're trying, we're trying to find a way to keep it crunk. You know what I'm saying? While we're still going through this pandemic. So I appreciate all of y'all locking in, man. Right now, like I said, y'all in tune to Panther Politics, man. Mm-hmm. I got an interview with my man, Eden Mad Assassin. Before we jump this off, I'm going to set it off with a record from him. From his new album, Stay Paid. You know what I mean? Y'all enjoy. One. All right, yo. Y'all already know what it is, man. Thank y'all for hanging out. You understand? Know we back for out number two. The Panther Politics Podcast. I'm your host, Seth the Panther, a.k.a. Young Bunch of Carter, a.k.a. A bunch of other shit you probably shouldn't say to my face. You know what I'm talking about? Anyway, <laughs> I know y'all probably caught the album review podcast, um, some, and I've got, got a lot of feedback from that. And uh, one of the albums that I was asked about the most out of the ones that I spoke about was Bare Hands for Dark Side of the Mountain. So I figure since there's so many questions about the album, I might as well bring my nigga Eater Mad on the podcast directly. You know what I mean? So Eater Mad Assassin, what's good, my brother? What's popping, bro? How you feeling? Say everything is everything, man. You know what it is. I'm out here in NC right now. Um, you're ready to do, do a little gig later, but uh, I wanted to catch up with you, man. Uh, first of all, congratulations on Bare Hands Four, man. It seems to be be coming out out of, out of the cannon like a rocket right now. You know what I'm saying? Thank you, man. Thank you. Um, I'm I'm honestly surprised that the reception is getting. You know what I'm saying? But I'm definitely happy. You know. Thanks, thanks. I mean, me first. I know uh, when I came out, uh, I got I got an early peek at the album. So I, me, my me personally, I'm not surprised at all. But like, um, I mean, like I said on the podcast, the previous podcast, man, you you did you did your thing, and I think through the process of this, these bare hands projects, you kind of have found a. Uh, I hate. I don't even want to call it a niche, really, but you know what I'm saying. You, you found your lane. Just put it that nah, way. You no, know no, nah, nah, that's that's what it is. I I think I have. Um, I, I actually think that would be 100% correct to say. Um, honestly, I found a a creative pocket for myself that that um I don't want to say it's easier to fulfill, but it's 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 more freeing on my mind. You know what I'm saying? It's like the whole the whole bare hands situation just came came from so like like the music that I was that I was making and I still that I still make but but it's always been very street oriented but it was message driven you know what I'm saying like it was always some kind of message underneath it so right. you know um but you know like when people like like your music and shit you know what I mean they ask you like come get on this song and the song might not be message driven you know it's just street street material so i'm like okay you know i don't have a problem with that but pretty soon right. what happened what happened is i just started getting music and like i was like you know what i need to up my output 
And what I realized was, I'm like, okay, you know what? At this at this point, you know, the kind of music that I'm making is not uh it's not popular, you know, so it's not a mainstream thing. But it's a certain it's a certain audience that just wants to hear the street related music. And so for me, it, it became fun to just write it and write it with no dare I say with no with no repercussions. If that's the right thing, you know what I mean. It's like, okay. yeah, yeah it's like it's it's basically like you know, mix. Like we all have dual personalities. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, we know right from wrong. We try to do right from wrong. But if you know you put into a certain situation, you may do some things that are considered wrong in order to survive, which is the right thing for you to do. So, Thanks. so with bare hands, bare hands is like just a piece of me. You know, but it but it's the piece of me that that is most entertaining musically. <laughs> ah, I, I you know, feel you. Okay, you know what I'm saying. So so I just I just feed into that, man. I just let my pen go. I, I just let it go. Like you know, it's it's one of them things where, like I said, the music before I was like, okay, I can't say that. Now I'm like, fuck it. I'm just gonna say it. That's very freeing. I, I don't <laughs> I don't think people who don't write I think people who don't write don't understand how um how powerful that is to have that feeling. Um, it definitely changes your perspective, not only on the music that you're making, but also maybe the music you made previously. Like, man, you know, this project was dope, but it could have really went, if I, if I'd have just, just said it, just, then, it would have went out of here. Like, yeah, just, just let, just let your pen loose. Like, you know, just let it go. Like that, I think that was, you know, you and I have had, we've had conversations about it and I've realized that like, I'm like, you know what? I feel like, you know, Okay, you know, um, and and this may sound like a crazy comparison, but run with me on this. Like people hit, people heard the Nas album, and you know, some people, you have they have expectations of Nas because of his track record and his career. I approach each album as if it's brand new, and this is my first one. You know, so so I look at it like the audience doesn't have any expectations of me, whereas right. be- whereas before I felt they did. You know, so I felt I needed to write for the expectation. You know what I'm saying? So now it's like, fuck your expectations. I'm going to write what the fuck I want to write or what the fuck I want to say. And it's just going to be that. And you either going to like it or you're not. And I'm going to keep it pushing. And that's just been so freeing. You know, so I'm just, whatever the fuck I feel like saying, I say it. I think I think that in the in accordance with what you were just saying, if you if you're not selling 1.5 million records to the same 1.5 million people every single time, there really isn't an expectation. Um, yeah. You may have an expectation for people who don't even buy your music. Well, who gives a fuck what they think? You know what I'm saying? Like, right, right. Yo, I, I I had that like like um notice actually I'm actually noticed cat. He um uh-huh. he put a little post on one of my joints. He was like, yo man, like I liked it better when you spit about political shit and i'm like you know what i'm saying like so the first thing i'm thinking is like okay if that's what you like that's what you like cool but i can tell you never listened to my shit because i never did politics exactly i I did streets for the message but i never did politics so it's like okay motherfucker you just got something to say you just run in your mouth you just talk because you know me you know what I mean? Get the fuck out of here. Me, Let me do what like I do. They're giving you the Illmatic treatment. They, it sounds like, and this person is clearly giving it to you from a, a point of being misguided, but I feel like that happens to 
uh, even as underground, uh, quote unquote, underground rappers, as they would call us, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. sometimes when you release music, you we fall victim to the illmatic curse of, oh, I heard you do this before. Why don't you do that? Yeah, because like, I man. did that five years ago. You don't think I changed in five years? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. What's really right. Can I can I get my creative nut off? You know what I mean? Like, let me just just let me make let me do what I do. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. And call it a day. Like, I, I I have such a different appreciation for music now than when I did when I was younger. And it's like that's it. Like, look, man, either you gonna like it or you not. And and I'm seeing that. You know, like like you hear that from so many other artists who are at a more advanced stage in their lives that's making the right. music. It's like, fuck it, this is what I want to do. I'm having fun. I'm just free. It's it's this, you know. And either the people gonna rock with them or they not. That's all it is. Indeed, Indeed. that's a, and okay. So I I, I want to because I know it's some people who listen to the to the podcast who may. Um, I know I, I know I did a a, a brief uh, a brief overrun of Bare Hands Three when you dropped it on a previous podcast while I was talking to somebody else, but there may be some people who listen who aren't familiar. And I don't want to go. I'm not going to go too far back. We're mm-hmm. going to just simply start with Bare Hands with the first one with Magmatic. Now I know every okay. Bare Hands project has a theme, mm-hmm. um, and some people who don't have a discerning ear may not catch it. They may not right. understand that everything like kind of runs a runs a certain theme. And I know there was one that kind of caught me off guard and I had to have you explain it to me. So, but you did. So, uh, and that was bear market. Once you explained it to me, I was like, Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. I got it. But, um, so with, with magmatic, who produced, who produced the entirety of magmatic? Magmatic was produced, um, by the quake mall out of Raleigh, out of Raleigh, North Carolina. And, um, is, you know, magmatic is a, is a, is a term for like volatile land earthquakes and shit. You know right. what I'm saying? So, so for me, Magmatic was was my reemergence as a solo artist because I was in a group. Um, then we broke up. You know what I mean? Like, okay, so 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 I was a solo artist first. I dropped my first solo album in 2004. Um, over time, I ended up joining a group. So I dedicated all of my my creativity towards the group group breaks up so like now i have to reestablish myself as a solo artist so um you know i'm like a holly quick mom because they was old friends of mine like i actually knew them from earlier times in my life from running around and shit you know what i mean and um i always go back to them for like just hard hot beats you know what i'm saying just that dope real underground hard shit you know right. and so uh Actually, they came up with the title for Magmatic, not me. Oh, okay. Yeah, they came up with the title. So, um, my man Jade Lotus, Jade Lotus, he, um, I've known him the longest out of the Quick Mob, but I know all of them guys. It's four of them. And so, Magmatic basically was just me saying I'm back and I'm shaking up the world. That's all that was. Yo, can you hear me? Yeah, no doubt. Okay, I'm I'm sorry, I didn't know if it dropped. No, I thought it dropped. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like like I said, that's all it was. Magmatic is just me. I'm back and I'm shaking the world up. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what that was. No doubt. And I and do do you have a? I know I, I I ask you this all the time, and I know you'd be like, nigga, nah, I don't. But I mean, like, do you have a mm-hmm. <laughs> do you have a favorite song off of Magmatic? Or Magmatic? It stands out to you, yeah. Um. It might be Animal Instinct. 
it might be animal instinct just because um i took it back to the red man hurricane g days you know what I'm saying? Where instead of Red Man having an actual hook, he had he had Hurricane G just talking shit. Exactly. So my homegirl Dawn Gun, I got her. She's the Hurricane G to my Red Man. Instead of me having a hook, she just popping shit, and she popping big shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, she Puerto Rican. No she black. And, she she black and Puerto Rican. She got that voice. You know. Oh, yeah. So she slated too. Yeah. <laughs> she slated. Yeah, and, that, and that's how she is. Like that ain't no act. <laughs> that's how she is. You know what I'm saying? That's so uh, crazy. it just uh, that's probably one of my favorites, just because it ain't it ain't the typical song format. Facts. Hell yeah. Okay. So from so from bare hands, magmatic. I know you you like. Okay, wait. That that did that did kind of kind of sort of did what I needed to do. Like let's let's keep this thing rolling. So that leads us up to bare hands two, mm-hmm. and that. That's I think that's yeah. I don't have, I don't necessarily have a favorite one yet, but yeah. I'm I'm kind of I'm getting ready to put them through the cycle in the next few days to see if I can figure out which one is my favorite. But yeah, um, got you. Okay, so that leads us to Bare Hands Two, and that one was wait I think I got them in the wrong order in my head. Bare Hands nah, Two was two was bare wait no two was bare two was bare market right. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, because Animal House is third. Okay, yeah, so uh, so Bare Hands 2. Now, that one, that's produced by my... Okay, so who produced Bare Hands 2? I'm not going to say shit. I'm going to let you... <laughs> I'm supposed to be interviewing you. I'm going to let you... Talk. It's all good. So, it's all good, man. Um, Bare Hands 2 was produced by Nazar. 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 Man. Nazar Wright. You know what I mean? He, oh, um, crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah, man. He's re- really dope producer. Younger cat that I've been knowing for years from back in Greensboro. He, um... You know, I, I would call him. I would say that he at one point he was a protege to uh, to uh, Gav Beats, but you know, he's taken us so much further than than that. That to me, protege is almost the wrong word, even though it's correct. You know, what I mean, like he he stepped up on his own like a motherfucker. So like, you know, at one point he was producing for like a lot of cats out of out of the A. Like he did shit for Beck Row Fresh, and I think he I think he might have landed a Gucci record. I'm not too sure. But, um, oh, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, you know, he's a younger cat, so like you know, like his production style is more, more trapped out, more, more fast hi hats. You know, what I'm saying at, at some point, but he always liked what I do, and he, you know, he still appreciates that that sound. So um, he flew out here on a birthday. <laughs> he flew out here on his birthday uh, one year. He just dropped up a folder of beats. I was like, here you go. And, um, I'll open the folder and every beat that you hear on Bare Hands 2 Bear Market was in that folder. And those was, and check this out, those was throwaways. Fuck. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, those was throwaways. That's crazy. When Azar, I hope you listen to this podcast. If you plan on throwing anything else away, you can throw it away in the personal trash can of 7 the Panther at gmail.com. <laughs> Look, just so look, you know. <laughs> I, look, I, that's funny. I just talked to Nazar um two days ago, and um right now he's concentrating on putting together these beat battles, man. Like that's that's been like his bread and butter, especially during COVID. You know right. What I'm he um he does these small beat battles, but and I say small only because of COVID. COVID keeps it small, not the popularity. Like the popularity is actually building like a motherfucker and they're getting real big. So um. It, it might be tonight, man. If not next weekend, but it might be tonight. 
But, in Greensboro? Um, yeah. Oh shit, I might need to check that out somehow. It, it might be. I need I need to check. I need to check. But um he's doing he's doing uh he's doing a twofold, is that the right word? Like so he has a championship series okay. of beat battles, and then he has the I guess the contender series of beat battles. That might be the best way to say it. So like if if you ever want to beat battle in the past, like through his through his own competition, then you then you can participate in the championship series. If you're a newcomer, you you you're in the contender series, and so it's, it's two it's two different belts, you know, and you know, and eventually it's going to be a contender versus a champion battle. Right, exactly. Yeah, okay, I can see what that's leading up to. All right, and then the, and yeah, then so by, by, by moving through that rank is how the contender moves into the championship. Right, right. You know, leagues. Okay, I feel that. Hell yeah! Oh, that's dope, man. Yeah, so so that's what he that's what he concentrating on right now. Because I'm because I've been trying to I've been I've been punching him in the head like, bro, like we need to revisit this, man. You know, but like you know, again, creativity is something you can't really you can't dictate where it's gonna go. Right. So like so like right now, producing isn't his thing. Like producing beats isn't his thing. Is producing these beat battles is is what he's on right now. He's but he'll be back. He'll be back for him. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, it's yeah, dope yeah, though when yeah. you have an opportunity to do that. When you, because say for instance, just like if, say if we were we were to say, hey man, look, um, every other week we're gonna alternate between between LA and Tacoma, and we're gonna we're gonna start throwing these rap battles or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, mm-hmm. but that would be that would basically be like us giving back to the culture that that got us in the position to even do it. You know what I'm saying? Right. To be able to do that. So like I, I applaud seeing producers, MCs, or whoever who you know progress up to the point of being able to do that and open the doors for other people. Because I mean, it's so much ego, ego in this business. Like it's it's, it's crazy, you know. What I'm saying when you mm-hmm. see something like that. So um, right now, now with that said, with, on bare hands too, do you have a, a track that particularly that is your particular favorite or uh, that stands out to you more than the rest? Uh, probably. Hmm. I got like two or three, you know what I'm saying? Um, okay. and, all right, so, so to be honest, like, like you know, like, because this is what you was getting at earlier. Like, I'm not a favorites guy, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it's hard, it's hard for me to say, like, ooh, this is my baby. Uh, but um, with Bare Hands 2, all right, so let me say this. I felt like the sound of Bare Hands 2 was different than Bare Hands 1. It was, you know, right. it, was, it was different than, man, than Magmatic. Like, Magmatic had a more boom bat but yet a you know it had a groove or two that 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 could fit into the mainstream lane but more like of a UGK style you know what I'm saying now with Bare Hands 2 I felt the beats on that were more what would be called stadium music like bigger beats right you know what I mean so so I feel like Disneyland is one of those you know um Disneyland super dope, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Disneyland is one of those. Um, I, I felt that um, usually it's the songs that I perform. I, I, I perform the songs that I think are the better songs of a project. So I right. performed. I performed Disneyland. I performed after the cash. Mm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like like <laughs> after the after the cash has a has a a dope little bounce to it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a more mainstream kind of bounce, but it's still me. It's still 
they feel that boom baptism, you know what I'm saying? And then um after that, honestly, I think spoiler alert. Um mm. and I don't perform that just because of, you know what I'm saying, my man Trice B is singing on it. So I, I don't sing, so I don't I'm not just gonna stand in there while a fucking vocal is playing in the background. Fuck that. But a spoiler alert, only because it's a mixture of hip hop and house. And right. on top of you know what I'm saying? And then on top of that is just the message in itself, man. Like, you know, just like look, bro, like or in t- to men and women, if you've ever been in a fucked up relationship, you know what I'm saying, where you, you got into the relationship with somebody and they brought back it straight from the door. That that relationship usually doesn't last. So the next time you come to another opportunity to get into a relationship with somebody who's bringing baggage at the door, do you Spoiler go into alert. a more- <laughs> Spoiler alert. You know what I'm saying? Spoiler alert. You've seen this movie before. You know what I'm saying? It's probably it's will not going to go well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So back up off that shit. You know, back up off that shit. You know what I mean? Like, don't even, don't even do it. Like, you've seen it. You've seen that already. So, like, spoiler alert, Disneyland and after the cash. Oh, and in a sleeper, Gold Chain Isaac. I just like that shit. No doubt. No doubt. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Man, that's, and, and the crazy shit is, yeah, like, I, I definitely could feel the shift sonically from one to two, and I was like, whoa. Mm-hmm. At first, it kind of caught me off guard. I was like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> what just happened? Yeah. And uh, so yeah. I, I actually had to like run two back like a couple times for me to be like, I get it now. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, 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 so let me. I'm sorry. Pardon me. So, so let me. So let me break this part down. So like the, even the title of that bear market, you know, a bear market is a is a uh, is a stock market term. And, right. And bear market is actually when your markets hit rock bottom. You know what I'm saying? Like a bear market is a bad is a bad market that's not making no money. A bull market is the total opposite. Yes. Now, the, the whole thing is when you have a bear market, you're generally on the verge of a bull market. So, like, if you're in the street, you know what I mean? Like, I equated it to just being in the street and, you know, you get it how you get it. It's usually a a bear market for most people. It's a struggle. It's a grind. It's a hustle. You know what I'm saying? But what keeps you going is the fact that you know you're about to turn it around. You know what I'm right. saying? Like that's that's it. You know what I'm saying? It's like you know, it's just like gambling or, or playing scratch offs and shit. It's just like okay, Same you know what? Here. It's this next. It's this next one. It's this next one. You know what I'm saying? So like bear market. So bear market was just me talking my way through to like I I know we there. You know what I'm saying? So it was just big, big. I'm out here and I get it. <laughs> I'm getting it. <laughs> you know. Yes. I'm riding around and I'm getting. Yeah, but oh. uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, okay, I feel that. Like, and the funny thing about it is, I was bugging on the fact that I didn't catch the name. In the beginning, I didn't catch the concept of bear market in the beginning. When no, no, I'm, and I'm a stock trader, which is weird, but I didn't make the correlation because I'm not used to people in hip hop, you know, in, integrating that, that terminology and knowing it, exactly knowing what those things mean. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I was like, bear market, maybe he's talking about something else. Maybe he's like a market in LA where they sell bear, where they sell bear meat or something. I don't know. But, um, I know I'm, I'm a dumbass. I know. I get it. But, <laughs> nah, nah, but I was nah, like, wow, I mean, but, you know, I mean, like, you know, you know, sometimes, sometimes, 
people don't get concepts until it's explained to them. You know right. what I mean? And that's not a bad thing. Like, you know, like I, I actually realized that a lot of times, like the concept that's in my head is not easily discernible until it's like, listen, this is the concept. Now run with it and see if it makes sense. Then it's like a whole different understanding. It's like, oh, shit. Oh, now I get it. Now I get it. Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to explain some. I'm going to explain something about the knowing that happened. That that shit just happened with somebody, and and oh. they're, now they're like, oh shit, this is a whole different album now. Ah, okay, okay. So I, okay, so that but that bumps us up to Bare Hands Three Animal House, produced by none other than Mother Short Fuse. Oh man. And short and short fuse, and congratulations to short fuse. He just dropped the project um yesterday with um with Dirt and Poncho and Ziglar called uh, Skeleton Grip. You know what I'm saying? Name oh, of the I, got, I got to get into that. Yeah, yeah. Into name that. of the name of the group is Force Majeure. You know what I'm saying? So um, it's, it's got it's, it's dope. I mean, like it's it's really fucking dope. It's just hard beats, hard rhymes. It's got a couple of features. You know what I'm saying? I, I pop up on there. You know what I mean? So sure. it's dope. Sure. <laughs> it's dope. It's dope, man. It's really dope. But um, yeah, short fuse did Animal House. He did Big Hands Three, and the whole concept behind that is Magmatic and Bear Market don't have any rap features, right? <laughs> you know, so and that's something a lot of people have said to me, like, why you don't do features more? Now here's the thing. So let me just answer that question. I don't have a lot of features with people because I don't have patience for a lot of people's bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Factory. Anytime, anytime you partner with somebody, whatever they got going on in their life is going to affect what you got going on. You know, unless that person knows how to compartmentalize, but it's still, it's going to affect you some, some, some kind of way. So if you talk of creativity, that person might still be on time for everything to shoot. You know, he might turn the verse in, but if he distracted by something, that verse isn't going to be as strong as it can be. So you're already affected. Yeah, so you're already affected in that in that aspect. You know what I mean? Other than that, like, let's just say this motherfucker got a wild baby mom's and she be showing up to the studio doing all type of stupid shit. Now your session is fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Or he can't even get out the crib, you know what I'm saying, because of some bullshit. Let's say you got a late night session. He on house arrest. He can't come out the crib. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's whatever bullshit they got going on is going to affect you. You know what I mean? So like I'm I'm giving some wild examples, but you know, as you know, right now you and I are dealing with something because of somebody else's life. Absolutely. And, and I'm leaving it right there. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> but that's why I don't do a lot of features. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get some features on this one, and I'm gonna let this one be a. It's not gonna be so. I'm gonna let the animals run the house. You know what I'm saying? Like, here's the beat. Whatever you give me, that's what I got. And we just going to go from there. Like, just let it rock. You know, animal shit. We, we going wild. The beats is big. You know, the beats is big. They hard. You might want to fuck somebody up to these. You know, it, it's going to give you that kind of energy. It, it, to me, it's the old, the old Onyx Wu-Tang energy. But it's, you know, today's sounding beats. I found it odd that you had an album called Bare Hands 3 Animal House. Now, right. I can think of a particular animal that's not on it, but we're not going to get into that right now. <laughs> Again? <laughs> you know, 
Wait, wait. I mean, you know, I it, it, it was. It, hey, man, it wasn't based on the artist's name being an animal. <laughs> you know. You said it wasn't based on the artist's name being an animal. <laughs> yeah, you know. Hey, but, I mean, but, no biggie, we we have more than made up for that, so I'm not tripping. It's oh yeah. Hard, but but Plus, you know, I like, love to see um, love to see my people shine doing like you 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 put. You had some features on there who are definitely heavy hitters in the booth. And you more than proved why on the first two you didn't need rap features. Like, I got features, and it still don't matter. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm still killing shit. Like, I mean, not that they're right. not killing it, too, but, like, now you see why I didn't need the features. You know what I'm saying? But I still right. like to get it in with people that I respect when when the time comes. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And that, you know what's funny, though? Um, what you just said about, like, you know, speaking of animals, um, the funny thing is... <laughs> A part of the concept behind that is that all the artists that I'm putting on here are animals in the booth. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's, it's funny you say that. But then, like, in, in my defense, in my defense, and I got to defend myself, when that album was done, man, I think me and you had really just started conversing heavy. Oh, yeah, because we ain't talk for a minute because we was, you know what I'm saying, shit was kind of yeah. wild, like, it's the life, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, you know, get, I think you, you was probably just getting reestablished in, in Washington and everything, you know what I mean? So, right. like, I think I'm, man, I think I, I finished recording that shit in 2017. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. I was yeah. still getting my, I just, yeah, I was really still getting my feet, getting my feet wet in Washington then, so I was still figuring it out. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah, so. So that, so that was just the timing on that, you know what I mean? And then, um, yeah, that, that that's what happened, you know what I mean? Animal now, with you and Fuse, man, y'all have a, you and Fuse have a, and, and I know it come from, a part of it come from just really knowing each other for a long time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A part of it, that. But another part of it is just simply the fact that the way that he makes beats sounds really good with the way that you rap. Like, like it's just, right. some marriages are just made, even if, even if you don't know a person, like, for the length of time that y'all know each other, sometimes shit just makes sense. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You rapping a short Fuse beats just makes sense. Word. Now is there, Word. is there a particular song on that album? I know what I know. I know. I think what well, I think I know what my favorite song. And I'm not even necessarily going to say your favorite song, but is there? Or what are the songs that stand out to you the most off of that project? Oh man, Men of Respect. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Men of, men of Respect. Um, Men of Respect only because the beat is a little different for Fuse. You know, um, Fuse does very, very drum heavy not not drum pattern heavy but like the drums are heavy like the, the bitches hit you know yes, what i'm sir. saying like they hit um and he and he creates his drum in a way to where it's like it doesn't just sound like a drum when it hits it sounds like it's just a sound like i don't even know how to describe it but all of his drums have that certain sound and that one beat doesn't have that sound oh you know wow. You know, okay, like, yeah, I feel, yeah, like, I feel it. You know, so, so like, if you go back to um my second album, Tomorrow Never Comes, Fuse did the intro on that. No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. My first album, my first album, Proverbs, Fuse did the first, Fuse did the intro on that. The way he does his drum on that to the way he did his drums on, um, uh, he, he did some work with Columbo Black. Brother mm-hmm. from Con- brother from Compton, um, right? Then um, I I would say like the drums on Animal House, 
the 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 title song, the drums on uh, what the fuck? I just I just drew a blank. Um, the the drums on let's say Suicide Brigadiers. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like the drum the drums on those all are all of a certain sound, whereas the drums on Men of Respect they just sound different. You know what I mean? And I liked it. You know what I mean? Like the there's a guitar sample in there and the guitar stands out more than the drums do. You know what I mean? So it was just a flip and I just I just really liked the shit I said on it. You know what I'm saying? And then uh you know, Solinsky definitely you know brought that ninth floor energy, you know what I mean? We we brought that family energy and gave it to him like how we used to give it to people at the Blind Tiger. You know what I'm saying? Back home. The Blind Tiger is a is a is a is a quote unquote famous venue back in Greensboro that used to have like every Tuesday or every other Tuesday we had these hip hop shows and you know that became like our home. So if if one person was on stage, the other person was on stage. So that's what Men of Respect is for me. It's like a revisit to that. No doubt, and it's and uh, it's it's good that we uh, had an opportunity to shout out those places because I I think the the one thing I noticed and I, and we, and we I ain't even gonna make this a long point because I know we, uh, but um, the one of the things I noticed is, you know, we both, we both, you know, came to the point of knowing one another and coming to this centralized area from, from different places, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing that I noticed is that there's a particular bond and there's a particular, um, you know, a level of respect amongst the, the, the top tier artists who came up in this area. And I say this area because I'm actually out here right now. I mean, what's the Salem right now? So like, um, right. So between, you know, Winston-Salem, Greensboro, High Point, even Raleigh-Durham, Chapel Hill area, just this whole, what we call the NC hip-hop family, you know what I'm saying, down to Charlotte, over to Fayetteville, all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's a certain, there's a there's a very deep and very cultural history there that doesn't get talked about because North Carolina is just not the spot. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But, but there's a very, very, very cultural, I mean, from the Blind Tiger to... Um, to somewhere else tavern to when everything shifted to shiners to when things was popping at, uh, you know, when, when 102 was having a rap battles, some of those battles were epic. Uh, when, uh, mm-hmm. when DJ Polo and them was on Power 97 and 97 and 102 was battling it out for who was going to be the hip hop station. Like it was just crazy. Yeah. And, yeah. um, that culture that we grew up in that, I mean, I, I kind of say we grew up in it because, yeah. I mean, we was teenage, we was early, you know, early teens when we came here and mm-hmm. then, just kind of ballooned into men in this in this same area, and it's like we had an opportunity to watch each other and all of our peers grow, not only as artists but as people. Um, yeah. and, and we shared yeah. time and and made memories in all of these places that don't get recognized, like the tunnel and the muse and fucking you know all the other shit, Project Blow and all the other shit from these huge metropolitan areas. So I mean, I appreciate right. so much that you even brought up Blind Tiger just now. That's 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 super dope. <laughs> yeah, I that's mean, like th- those is our project blows you know what i'm saying that's our good life that's our lyricist lounge that's our new eurekan cafe you know what i mean that that's what that was for us you know what i mean like you know people talk about what what there isn't to do well what you know out there well when there is something to do people jump in it you know what i mean and that and that's what happened with that you know what i mean like with so many people trying to rhyme and so many people making music and Somebody was like, damn, we need a stage. Somebody created the stage. And you know what I mean? Like you said, like we, we went from boys to men in, in, on those stages in, in, in multiple areas. Cause like, you know, like you, you say Charlotte, um, you could bring up the bucket shop. Bucket you know shop. I mean? Yes. You know, um, <laughs> Hell yeah. I love you, that talk, place. you talk about, 
obviously Carboro, you got Cat's Cradle. You, Cat's you, you, yes, sir. And, and I'm about to fuck the one up in Raleigh, man. But it's the one I met DJ Flash at. What's the? It's the little one, man. Got the little stage. Um. Uh, shit. Takedown Street. Is it who? Was it Shakedown or was it um? Oh, God. That's why. I, I, Damn, Kings? Man, no, Kings, got Kings got a big stage. Kings got a big stage. Now I know, I know. Just, uh, no, dang it. Um, fuck. It's, it's so, it, it's so many. Cause like, cause like, if you take it back, like, like even like I, put, I performed at Kamikaze. Me too. Yeah, no doubt. You know what I mean? So, speaking so, Kamikaze when I was in high school. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I stuck in Kamikaze. Dude, man, man, I had to, I had to sneak into Kamikazes for one of my performances. Oh, that's cold. <laughs> that's cold. Bloody, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole crew got there, and, and the bouncer just got a stick up his ass for us, like fucking with us. Cause I right, so it just what happened. We had some um, we had a supreme team situation. You know what I'm saying? Like we had we had some street money behind us at the time. I'm not saying no names on purpose, but we nice. had some street, we had some street money behind us at the, at the time, and. They booked us for this show to open up for, of all people, the 69 boys. But they booked us to open up before, for them motherfuckers. But right before the show, all of them cats got indicted and they got picked up. So showtime, there was nobody there to speak for us but us. And, right. and the kamikaze dudes were just being dickheads, you know what I'm saying? So here comes me. The one time that I say anything, you know, I'm a pretty laid back dude till you push me. You know what I'm saying? So like, right. <laughs> so I said one thing. I didn't curse. I didn't yell. But what I said, I just remember it just made sense. And it made him mad that it made sense. And he said, you're not coming in and you're not coming in and you're not coming in. But the rest of them coming in. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, hold up. All I said was, all you got to do is just wait for people to move to the side that we can move to the side. You know, like, when, when the bouncers be like, single file line, single file line, all of that type of shit. Thanks, and, you can't, and you can't move because it's another motherfucker in your way. So it's like, if they move, then I'll move. Ah, uh, get out of line. You ain't coming inside. Word? Okay. All right. You know what I mean? So I just went to the, I just went to the car. You know, those are the days of the layers. Peeled off the layers. Put a hat on, had to sneak up in there and do my show. Hey, sometimes you gotta make it do what it do, man. Shout out to uh, shout out to Steve, the, the former owner of Kamikaze. He was a weird motherfucker, but I, hey, he he let me come in and I wasn't old enough for us to open that show for the youngsters, so I ain't tripping. But uh, <laughs> oh, that's dope. That's you know dope. what I'm saying? He was like, "Look, man, I really like the way you rap. I'm gonna let you come in. You just gotta do the show and get back out." I was like, "All right, cool." I was like, "Then I'm thinking to myself, how you gonna tell me that? And I'm older than these niggas." Like, <laughs> Man. <laughs> but they the talent. They the, they're the reason niggas is here, so I get it. But, Shit. Um, Shit. How you how you gonna make me leave when I get off stage? How you gonna do that? You feel me? <laughs> Once I get off the stage, how you figure? Yeah, how you figure you even gonna find me when I get done rapping? Like I'm standing right. here watching them, then I leave. But, but whatever. Shit. No, All these women in this motherfucker ain't a way you gonna find me. It's out, if, and you better hope, <laughs> bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm and I'm ready for Kamikaze to get out, so we can go hit Miami subs and act the fuck up. But like, oh man, oh man, bro, I, <laughs> bro. I got, I got a man. I got so many Miami sub stories. 
cousin. What did you talk? Yo, Miami Souls was the fucking <laughs> that was the jump off after the clove, yo. And, oh and, man, and those cheesesteaks was great. Those cheesesteaks oh. was great. And, man, and, and, and why was why was you a baller if you ever got the wing and Don Perignon special? <laughs> you know what I mean? And they thought you was that. They thought you was that nigga. Yeah, like. <laughs> they thought you was that nigga. You was the star of the show. Oh, you, was, you might have just blew your whole wild on that, but they did. You was the man that you didn't have to spend no more money. It's all good. But like, ah, look, I'm saying two hundred. What was it? Two hundred dollars? You get a bottle of Dawn and fifty wings. Yeah, yeah. You the man now. Yeah, you the yeah. man now. So all it takes is like, chipping. I got fifty. You know what I mean? I got fifty. Yeah. I got fifty. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? Let's do it. Hell but yeah. I'm gonna go off here and pay, so I look important. Like I got it, <laughs> you know. What I'm right, right, right. You, you know, you gotta, you gotta. Somebody, somebody gotta look like the man. Somebody, <laughs> got, somebody gotta be the man. Cause you got, cause you gotta understand it. If you, if you, if you even in the vicinity of the man, some of that gonna shake off over you. So it's all good. Right, right, right. <laughs> right. Oh man. Like, okay, let my, me let me. Get my my man call that shark. My man call that shark's belly. Hey, real talk. It ain't a hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's real talk. Real. Before I even proceed, I want to, real quick, and I, I hope you hear this. I want to give a shout out to Shot by Kurt. That nigga, no doubt. I, I fuck with him. Um, I like his eye. I like his work ethic. Shout out to Kurt, man. And y'all, y'all, if y'all haven't seen any, uh, if y'all seen any of E's recent uh, visual work, you know why I'm shouting him out. That nigga's an animal. Like, and, and he makes um, the thing I appreciate the most about your, especially your visuals. Is that you're able mm-hmm. to take even the most simplistic thing mm-hmm. and make and make a quality video out of it. Like some people can't make a quality video without going over the top because they don't know how to be themselves. Right. You're so comfortable in your own skin and, and are so sure of who you are and so sure of what it is that you convey through your music that you're able mm-hmm. to say, Hey, look, I just want to shoot here, 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 here. We ain't got no, you ain't got to blow nothing up. I don't need no fireworks. We're going to shoot here, here, here. We're going to get some, and then you go take care of it, and we're going to see what we get. And it always right. comes out great. And I'm like, he picks really good places. Um, but I, I, I mean, in the pause, no, 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 no funny biz, but you, you know how to dress, nigga. That's dope. <laughs> like, you know what oh, I'm saying? A lot, of niggas, <laughs> a lot of niggas, myself included, don't know how to dress. So it's like, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just cool to see a nigga that, is not a mainstream superstar, but has that quality and, and, and can recognize it in themselves to the point that they say, Hey, I don't need the bells and whistles. Let's do this and we're going to make it work. And it, and it works every single time. So like, um, it has that, it gives me that, um, and I, and I know, I, and I even hate to say this, but it gives me that, that same feeling that I get when I listen to like, especially early Griselda music. Um, mm-hmm. That's what it gives me, you know. So it gives me that same feeling. So, um, man, major shout out for that, yo. That's crazy. Appreciate it. Um, Thank you. Now the the new John, mm-hmm. bare hands full, mm-hmm. dark side of the mountain. Oh that's my up. god. Hmm. The more I think <laughs> about it, I take it back. That's probably my favorite one. But you know what? The funny thing about that's that is, up. everyone you released has been my favorite one. So that, that's that up. means you did it right. <laughs> you know what I'm that means you that's did it right. Up. Um, I, I love, I love Magmatic. It was dope. Then when the second one dropped, I was like, oh shit, I really like that one, but this is crazy. Even though it took me a time or two to listen to it to kind of really figure out where it was at. And then I, once I got comfortable with that one, I was like, yeah, okay, I definitely like this one better than the other one. I mean, they're close. Like they're, it's the same quality, but this one's just, it's just something about this one that's a step higher. Um, mm-hmm. Animal House, I was like, holy shit. 
I didn't think he could outdo this. I mean, not that you're incapable of outdoing it. It's just that I was like, yo, this is crazy. Like, okay, so now this is my favorite one. Um, and then, <laughs> then when he was like, okay, I'm going, I'm coming with bare hands for, I'm back to no features, da 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 da. And I was like, okay, I, I can almost guarantee I'm not going to like this better than Animal House. There's no way. And, um, <laughs> oh, and, but, but, but before I get to bare hands for though, in between that, you dropped another project. Um, yeah, with another with another in, with another gentleman, uh, Chain Reaction with Dyer Lansky. Um yeah. another dope project. I mean, all I'm gonna say is you've been on a hell of a run for the last. I, I don't even. I can't even count where I would say the. I would say the run started from the beginning, but I'm I'm saying as far as in terms of when I really became conscious of who you were and what you were doing and and like really because like it, we always saw each other in passing. Or right. we would be in the same same club at the same time or the same party, house party or something somewhere at the same time. But as far as music goes, our interaction right. musically was very limited. Right. Uh for a very long time. So like right. for a while I was aware of what you were doing, but I wasn't all the way dialed in. So Right. I say I got dialed in while you uh, probably during the midst of the time that you were in that now defunct group that you were in. Um mm-hmm. was when I really got locked <laughs> in and was like, Wait, okay, hold up. I like how you put I like how you put that. <laughs> yeah, I was. I'm not even gonna say the name because you know what I'm saying. Right, Whatever, right, but right, right. I got my own set of reasons at this point to not say the name, and I'll talk to you about that later. But um, oh shit, all right. Yeah, it's real in the field, my nigga. <laughs> but but uh, <laughs> yeah. So you know, right. it is what man, it is what it is. But I'm I'm not gonna give uh that any fuel on my platform to give that person any. Nah, nah. Now I want now I want to get this over with and get on the phone. <laughs> 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 I feel you, cause, hey, but, I'm trying but, to tell you, man. Look, I got, you, I got you. Yeah, let, 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 let's move on, though. I got you. All right. So yeah. So um. So chain reaction was dope. I'm, I'm not gonna really delve too deeply into chain reaction because if I if I want to talk about that project, I may want to come back a little later with both with both of you guys on to talk about that because um I I don't really like to discuss group projects or or, or duo projects without both parts present. Mm-hmm. But um I could definitely feel your influence over the project. I can definitely feel that. Um, and a lot of, a lot of the songs I heard sounded like Eat a Mad Assassin songs that happened to have somebody else rapping on them. But, mm. uh, mm. I, just, I can feel the influence. And I know that you've been working with Sun for a minute. So I'm kind of feeling like maybe he just kind of, okay, bang, it just makes sense. This sound makes sense. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I, I definitely can feel that. So we're going to skate past that, but I did want to put that out there so that people who may have missed it will, will know to go check for it. Uh, Chain Reaction by Eat a Mad Assassin and Dialanski. And that brings us up to bare hands four. Oh okay. my God. dark side of the mountain. Um from the first time I heard Children of the Night, I was yeah. like, uh oh, niggas is in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh oh, niggas is in trouble. It's about to get ugly. The, 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 the sun about to go down again. Yeah, I hope y'all ready. Um Word. Word. Children you, of the Night's crazy. You, you hit it. You just hit it. You just hit it on the head. Bro, I'm noticing in the in the individuals that you're releasing for the project that that theme is very prevalent. It's right. getting dark, like you know what I'm saying. Like the end of the summer is coming, it's starting to get dark earlier. Like mm-hmm. the dark is coming. I hope you're ready for it. So, mm-hmm. from Children of the Night to Don't Mix Your Dishes uh, to All the Way to Ten, like the all of the all of the visuals are are weaving that same narrative. Right. You know what I'm saying? Own way. Um, this project, man, is. 
I, I say it's my favorite, and I think the, my favorite has been evolutionary. But then when I went back and listened to everything, I have a particular order that they fall in, and number four is still the first one. Number four is still my favorite. Word. So, Word. Uh, I just feel like this, to me, is almost like the culmination of everything you were building through the first three coming to a head and saying, hey, guess what? All of that shit that I was that you thought I was like perfected, crafted all the way perfectly through all of these other projects. I really got it now. And watch me smack mm. you in the face with it because you thought it was right before. Now I really got it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's just, this is different, man. Your, your man that did the beats, um, 12 bit, 12 bit. Yeah. 12 bit. He's crazy, man. He's crazy. Uh, He's dope. So, so, so let me tell you something. Um, so 12 bit was the first, producer that's not from North Carolina that I did that I worked with in the Bare Hand series. Like, right. I, I kept everything North Carolina from the features to the production. Except for Dawn. Except for Dawn Gunn on Animal Instinct. She from Harlem. But everything else was every, everything else was North Carolina. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I, I, I came across 12-bit because of that uh, now defunct situation. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um <laughs> look look, a hey, public, um in case you're not understanding what's going on, we are speaking in riddles. <laughs> yeah, we are, we are definitely definitely. We're, we're speaking in riddles. Um we've actually said a whole lot during this conversation that's not gonna make any sense to you, but it's making perfect sense to us. <laughs> I, I, just, I, just, I just want you to know that. But um <laughs> <laughs> but but twelve bit twelve bit <laughs> you know is, is an acquaintance I gained through that. And, um, he just hit me one day. Was like, "Yo, man, like you know, I've been listening to some of your stuff, and I'm what you think about this track." He says it to me, and I'm like, "That shit is dope." And he was like, "Well, you want to do something to it?" And I'm like, "Well, you know what? The way I've been doing all my music is if I hear one, I want to hear like fifty to see can I pull like ten out of there and make a project." He says, all right, cool. And the motherfucker sent me 50 fucking beats. Oh, it's smooth. And, you know, we did what we did. But, like, what's, what's ill is the first record that he sent me became Children of the Night, which was my first single off the project. Ah. You know what I mean? So, so actually, when he sent when he sent me that, that kind of gave me the idea for the whole project being dark side of the mountain. You know what I mean? So like how you just said, like it's getting darker outside, like, you know, it's nighttime is coming. And you know, if you live a certain lifestyle, the nighttime means something else than it does to others. You know, to some people, it means to some people, it means, okay, it's, it's time to, you know, get in the house, get ready for bed. You know what I'm saying? Cause you got to go to sleep. You got to get up in the morning cause you tackle it during the day. Whereas when the night comes for a whole different breed of people, it's the reverse. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. Like when the when the night when the night comes, it's time to come outside. Time to get up and get to getting at it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it, it's time to come outside now. You know what I'm saying? And everything, you know. And I don't mean in necessarily nefarious ways. You know, some people work work second shift, some people work third shift. You know what I'm saying? That's just what it is for you. You come outside at night. You know. Whereas other people, like with what I'm referring to with Dark Side of the Mountain, you know, like like I said, I make street music and I'm unapologetic about it. So the Dark Side of the Mountain is just like, hey, man, the sun went down. 
You know what I'm saying? Now, now it's all dark out here. What are we going to do? Only people who know how to survive at night going to make it. And that, and that's, you know, that's the basic scene behind it. Yeah. It's dark. If you're one of them day walkers, you might want to get in the house. <laughs> yeah, go in the house. Go in the house. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's dark beats. It's dark subject matter. A darker tone. You know? And that, that's all it was. Oh, man. Um, I know for a fact that when we, okay, so for those of y'all that don't know, <clears throat> we already talked about it. Me and E known each other for a fucking eon. Mm-hmm. And I was just, I was just in LA with him a couple times very recently. So, mm-hmm. uh, on the last time I was down, we were walking to the store. He said, yo, you want to hear the album? I'm like, word, okay. <laughs> so, I mean, it's not a super long walk, but if you're, if you're, if you've been paying attention, you know it's not a super long album, and, and it, none of them have been super long by design. There's a reason for that. So, mm-hmm. um, I'm walking, listen to the album, listen, I'm listening, I'm listening, and I'm like, yo, this is crazy. This is crazy. The whole time I'm listening to the album, I just keep thinking, this is crazy. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, da-da-da-da-da. And I'm enjoying everything I'm hearing, but there was a very particular joint. Now, mind you, I, I am a huge fan of, of Gunsmoke. I'm a huge fan mm. of Don't Don't Mix Your Dishes. I'm, I'm a huge fan of uh, Shots of Gin, Ten. I like all of those records. Stay Paid was my absolute favorite song. Mm. And I think that it may have more. To, I mean, it's not even that, that that song is sonically so far ahead of everything else. But I love the cuts. Mm-hmm. Because... Because when I hear the cuts, it reminds me, hey, we do come from the same place. Yeah. It's just that the presentation is different. The presentation yeah. gets different at a point. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he doing it this way. I do it the way I do it. But we still say, we kind of saying the same thing. But it's just he yeah. doing it this way. I do it this way. And he threw them cuts in there to remind y'all egghead hip-hop niggas that'll be like, oh, that street, blah, 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 blah. No, nigga, this is hip-hop. It ain't changed. It's right. just I'm telling you the narrative of where my mind and my life is at. Over right. this production, telling it this way, and I'm gonna throw these cuts on here because I still like cuts too. And now y'all eggheads are understanding it's still the same movie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, man, I appreciate that so much because there's so much about uh, the, the other elements of hip hop that have nothing to do with rapping that gets mm-hmm. forgotten in the grand scheme right. of shit. So, like, even t- down to shooting videos and finding spots with dope tagging on the walls to use, I, I appreciate all of that, man. So, like, that's, um, now I know I know what I just said that that Stay Fade is my favorite joint. Do you have a particular joint? I know it's still fairly fresh out the gate, but do you have a particular joint that you really, really that really resonates with you more than the others on on, on four? Um, shit, man, I don't want to just say all of them, <laughs> but because uh, I mean, because it's just you know, so like I I really I really like the cohesion of this project. You know what I'm saying? Thanks. So. So it's hard for me to, well, it ain't hard. Fuck that. Cause again, songs I did videos for or songs I'm going to perform. Um, so, so obviously children of the night. Um, yes. don't mix your dishes. Don't mix your dishes is probably one of my favorites cause it, it reminds me, um, it reminds me of that swing that bloody money had. Yes. Oh man. You know yes. Yeah. Like, like it gave, it gave me that feel. I just, you know, I just didn't do Nori. I did me. You know what I'm saying? But um then then ten, ten is one of my favorites just because of the sound itself. It's just not a typical hip hop record. Nah, not at all. You know what I'm saying? Like it's 
is what motherfuckers would call lo-fi, but even then it's it's still not a lo-fi. It's a lo-fi sound, but it's not a lo-fi record. You know what I mean? It's really, it's a live wire record. It's just laid back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, <laughs> just listen to the words. You like you you know it. It's not this is not no sleepy time music, nigga. This is nah, <laughs> not at all. You know I mean? Not at all. But you know, it's 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 a reflection, you know what I'm saying? So like it is it's one of those if you know how like in certain movies and TV shows when a motherfucker, you know what I'm saying, goes back in time and they mind and they memory and shit, like how the how the, the screen hazes out and oh, yeah. it's like you wake up and then it's like boom, you're right there, but you're actually ten years prior. To the time, that's right. what that song. That's what that song is for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. so, so like, the, so the whole shit of bare hands is reminiscent of a person I was. The whole bare hands shit is about a time when I was getting it out the mud, getting it with my bare hands. Period. You know what I mean? So that's what the whole shit is about. So like, even with ten, ten is like a culmination record of all of that. Like, if you if you listen to all my music. Up until this album, ten is a capture of all of it. Mm. So if you was to take a screenshot of your entire career, it would not even just your career, but your life, yeah, even like, and, that, and that's the part that, that's the most moving. It's that there's more than just the music. Right. This is really like, talk about an encapsulation of life in itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's this, the power. You know, yeah, this, this is this is really a piece of my life. You know what I'm saying? So 10 to me is the ultimate culmination of that. Like even down to the video looking a certain way. That was that was the point behind it. You know what I mean? So so and, and then really just because like, you know, 10, 10 isn't the last song on, on the album. It's the next to last song because the next to the last song. I mean, because the last song asked the question, how much longer can I do this shit? Mm-hmm. You, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like so it's like motherfuckers like you know that it's actually a conscious record, but it sound like this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, true that. Yeah, no doubt. You know I mean, like, yeah, it's, yeah. like it's, it's, it's what street is what street niggas think about. You know, it's not it's not conscious of where I'm teaching you or preaching to you what you should or shouldn't be doing. I'm not on the porch yelling at you. You know what I'm saying? I'm right beside you doing the same shit, but in my mind, I'm like, what the fuck? How long, how much longer can I can I participate in this shit? So that's what that is, you know what I mean? But, but probably my favorite song on the project is Gunsmoke. I feel yeah, Gunsmoke is crazy. Yeah, <laughs> Gunsmoke is hella crazy. That's um, that's probably my second joint right behind Stay Paid. Yeah, that's probably my second favorite. That's man, you got some. I I just I the reason why I even wanted it because like I try to sometimes I try to steer away from interviewing people I know because um. Mm-hmm. I don't want nobody to think I'm showing favoritism or nothing like that. But like the reality of the matter is if they listen to the album review uh podcast, they'll they'll understand. I said very clearly, yeah, this is my man fifty grand, but that has nothing to do with what I'm about to say. You know what I'm right. saying? Because, like, cause you know, I don't mind telling a nigga that shit's trash. I'll tell you, right. I don't like that. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, I don't like that shit. Sorry. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sorry, not sorry, nigga, I don't like it. You got a problem with it, whatever. Yeah. But um But at the end of the day, man, like there's a there's a to me, at this point, I give a fuck about whether I'm interviewing somebody I know or not. I, I have a responsibility because I have this platform to bring good, to, to, to tell people about the good music that's out there because there's so much that isn't. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like, hell, E album is one of the dopest shits out right now, period. Bar none. I don't give a fuck if it's mainstream, underground, grime rap, UK, wherever it's from. 
I know that I listen to music from everywhere, and this is one of the best albums I've heard, regardless of the fact that I know. So, um, thank you, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, no, that, no, that, man. that means a lot. No, that means a lot because I know the critic you are. Oh, bro. And, and you know, the, the fucked up part is some people don't know and they take shit the wrong way when I say it. And I'm like, dude, don't take it personal. This is just the way I think. I'm sorry. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, 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 we actually, when I saw to you yesterday, we started talking about the Conway album. And I actually think that we have, for once, we have almost. <laughs> Almost very, almost varying viewpoints on a, on a, on a Griselda project. Like, I'm, uh, cause you was like, eh. and I was like, I got that shit in my album of the year running right now. But like, at the end of the day, after I talked to you, which, which happens very often, after I talked to you, I went back and listened to the album again. And I was like, you know what? I get exactly what he means. I yeah. see exactly what he means now. Okay, cool. Um, cause I'm listening to it from, I'm listening to it from a certain standpoint. And sometimes I have to get the, uh, get input from somebody who may see it just a little different in order for me mm-hmm. to say, okay, let me, let me revisit this. And maybe, maybe I glossed over something and ignored something that I should have paid more attention to. Um, and I did. So when I went back and listened, I was like, Oh, I get it. I see what he means when he says that. Okay, cool. I feel you. Yeah. So it's no longer yeah. in my album of the year running, but it is still a very solid yeah. album. But yeah, I was say, um, yeah, don't, don't let my opinion affect that. Like I, I, like I know what it is. Like, um, like even, even just to talk about that, like, like I think the project, I don't think it's as groundbreaking as a lot of people are saying, but here's right. my reason behind that is, is I think the mixture of sounds is too much of a mixture, but that's just me. You know what I'm saying? Um, for me personally, like the, the songs that I think don't fit on the album, I would have rather heard an album full of those songs. And replace those with songs that fit the rest of them. Yeah, like, like, you know, like, like the mix, like he did a mixture, cool. You know what I'm saying? Like he accomplished. I, I, and this is just me personally speaking. Like I feel like he accomplished his goal of showing that he, that he's that he can get on on different kinds of beats. These verses, right. you know what I'm saying? He can get on different kind of shit. But it's just my particular liking for that selection that. He put together. I'm like, you know what? Okay, you got a Hit Boy record over here. I think you should have just did a did more Hit Boy records on this project. You know what I'm saying? Or do more of this. Like, but that's just me. That's just me in that one. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, man. Now I don't know if you, have you had a chance to check out the new saga on yet? It was it was good to see I, him back on the block, man. I was so happy to see he put some new shit out. But you know, I I was I was happy too. Um. I, I'm, I'm a Saigon <laughs> fan. I'm a Saigon fan. First of all, I'm Facts. a Saigon fan. Like this, this is funny too, because I was just listening to 35 a gram last night. You oh know, wow! Like, yeah, like like I said, I, I'm a Saigon. So much for me. For me, they got it for 29. Yeah, that's my shit. <laughs> yeah, like like I, I fucks with Saigon. I like this project. Um. But the thing for me, again, and, and it's, it is, and I realize I'm doing to them the same thing I hate people to do to me. <laughs> like, I'm, 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 um, it's a pigeonhole, but not to the point where, like, don't rap on none of this type of shit you did. You know what I'm saying? It's like, Saigon has a definite purpose with his music, and his purpose is to, you know, uplift 
and enlighten and give a different thought to 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 street life. You know what I'm saying? And he's not trying to do just a typical street music. But with that being said, like I, I feel like he chooses music that some of those songs I feel like Mariah Carey should be singing on. Yeah. That that was my that was my main drawback to the project was the production. I, and I was like, you know, after going from working with Just Blaze, almost anything is almost anything is gonna be a letdown if you're not careful. You know what I'm saying? If you're not careful. And I think he did a good job on um the first two you know, the part two and part three of um Greatest Story Never Told. I think he did a pretty mm-hmm. good job of filling filling the void, even though Just wasn't as present. Uh I know Just I think he had maybe one or two on the second one. I don't think he had any beats at all on the third one, but I think Sal was just kind of in a groove. So once you get mm-hmm. in that groove, it's kind of easy to stay there and, and kind of be able to just get that right sound and be like, okay, yeah, just ain't here, but I can do no, 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 no. This is close enough to what we was doing that I can make all of this work. Right. When you take an extended layoff from making music, and this is something that uh, people who aren't artists don't understand. When you take an extended layoff from making music, and then especially if you're a, a purpose-driven artist like Saigon, when you step mm-hmm. away for a long time and then come back, on that same platform, especially in the current situation the world is in, mm-hmm. you have to be you know, it, what you serve to the people. Got to be palatable. They got to be able to digest it. And and you're you right. spitting that message over these beats isn't necessarily as digestible as it used to be. The right. beats you made it way easier for me to rock with it. This makes me kind of be like, ah, do I have to listen to this in segments? Do I have to listen to the song twice? Listen to it one time and just try to ignore the beat and listen to the words and then listen to it again? Like, I don't know how I'm supposed to take this. But you have standouts on the project. Like, you only got seven songs on there. But out of those mm-hmm. seven, like, there are, like, three songs that are solid, like, bang. Like, the MF effect with Coogee Rap is crazy. Yeah. Um, the joint, Even the joint with Marsha Ambrose is the Pain in My Life Part 2 was dope. That should have dope. That's what it man, is. Super dope. <laughs> Good God, man. So I'm like, yo, the joints that were let down, you know, were, were a major letdown in my opinion because I want, like, I expect so much from Sai. And I feel bad because, um, you know, through, through, through multiple conversations with you, I realize that sometimes I hang more on an artist than I should. Um, and so I'll be feeling like, damn, man, I hate to put this expectation on you, bro, but you gave me so much dope music. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's what I mean. It's the pigeonhole. Like, I'm doing the same thing to him that I hate to have done to me. Like, I don't want to pigeonhole him, but like, okay, these, these seven songs, they're not whack. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not whack. They're not trash. I, I, I think... Saigon is painting himself as the artist that he is. You know what I'm saying? But I don't, I don't want to say that he's necessarily found the production in each song that fits him. You know right. what I'm saying? Because like, cause like, like Saigon has a, he has a very clean voice, a very distinct voice. You know what I'm saying? Um, and the way that he raps, to me, just me personally, I don't like to hear him over necessarily a pretty beat. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, as when I say the pretty beats, those are the ones I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like Mariah Carey should be singing on. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. 
you know, and I don't mean he can only sound good on gutter shit. It's just some of those beats. I'm like, damn, I, I would rather hear Mariah Carey singing on that. That's just that's just the the musician. You know what I'm saying? So so that's what I'm that's where I'm coming at it from. That part, like not not um man, this shit trash, this shit whack. I just think as a musician, I think the combination of his of his subject matter and his voice on some of those beats aren't the perfect mesh. Right. Yeah. That, that's that what it is. That's that what it is. So bust it. I'm a um damn, okay, so check it. If the people want to get at you online, where can they find you, my brother? Um, just learn how to spell at E the Mad Assassin. E T H E M A D A S S A S S I N on every platform. That's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook is Mad Assassin bare hands with a Z. You know what I'm saying? But but everything else you know, sound, uh, you name it, I'm on it. That's what it is. Um, you're best blessed to Google me. Matter of fact, Google me. <laughs> Google me. Hey, hi, nigga. Google me. Got me feeling like rocking. Me. So what? What you got yeah. next in the table, my G? I know you. I know you cooking down there. I know you don't take your foot off the gas. So I know you cooking down there. What you got coming? So, uh, Big Hands Five is coming next. That's that's Ooh. done. Yeah, uh, that's that's coming. It's 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 called Big Hands Five Graham Newton. Oh my god! So, um, <laughs> oh my god! I love it already. Oh so, shit! Um, you know, so you'll get it when you hear it. Like you'll understand the title when. You, um, but Hands Five Graham Newton produced by Authentic. That's that's actually in the can right now. Um, it's ready to go. Um, we just got to pick the date. So uh, I got a video with uh, Supreme Cerebral off of that. And then um, I got a video with Egg Marksman coming off of that. Um, Supreme is from the Dart Unit. You know what I'm saying? Um, he's he's a bi-coastal product. You know what I'm saying? But he reps the West. And um, he... You know, you can tell by the name what he represents, you know what I'm saying? Supreme Cerebral, you know what I'm saying? But very, very well-respected lyricist in, in, in hip-hop, you know what I'm saying? He he produces projects at a phenomenal rate, you know what I'm saying? Damn, okay, yeah. I probably known him two years and he probably produced... Yeah. Oh, man, Supreme ain't no joke. And, and he own his business, you know what I'm saying? Like, every, every project got vinyl, got CDs, he does it. Um... XP, on the other hand, XP just coming off for the uh, project. He just he just did a project with Rock Marciano. Rock Marciano produced the whole joint. Oh wow, XP, you yeah, ain't from yeah. XP from right here. He from he from um L A. You know what I'm saying? He from he from Silmar actually. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, he from right here. That was so, curious because um, I, I got a I got a homie named XP that, uh, from Portland. That's why I was like curious. Right? Oh wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, XP used to be in a group called Rhyme Addicts. Like Rhyme Addicts was real heavy out here. One oh time. yeah, okay, I heard of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's part of Rhyme Addicts. So um, okay. So that's that. So you know, Rhyme Addicts at one point was affiliates of infamous mob and all of that. You know what I mean? So it's, it's these are people I've been knowing and people I've always rubbed elbows with. You know what I'm saying? And finally got them some. You know what I'm saying? So and I record with uh. With a hus hus kingpin coming out too, you know what I'm saying? Like all all that's on all that's on Big Hands Five. 
Oh, that's crazy. I was wondering when you hustle was gonna get uh was gonna make that shit happen, man. Like <laughs> I was like, yo, I need to hear that. <laughs> I need that in my life. But um Yeah, oh oh yeah, you gonna bug when you hear it. It's uh it's just bars, yo. It's just bars. I'm getting ready to put, you know put the energy in the universe now. Only thing left for me to hear at this point is Eat a Mad Assassin with Planet Asia, Eat a Mad Assassin with Rock Marciano, and Eat a Mad Assassin with Benny, with Conway, actually. Not Benny Butcher, with Conway. That's, that's what I want to hear. Those, those are the three Whoa. I'm waiting on right there. Yeah. Those are the three I'm waiting on. So I'm putting that energy in the universe. Hip hop universe. I hope you Thank hear me. You. <laughs> we need that. <laughs> we need that. Me, 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 me too. Me too. Cause, um, <laughs> I, 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 actually, uh, <laughs> One 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 of those was was I'm not gonna say which one, but one of those almost happened for for this. For, for I, got a feeling I, I got a feeling I might know which one that is, but I'm not even gonna gonna pontificate right now. I'm gonna keep it to myself. I mean, it, yeah, I mean, if you got any kind of sense of deduction, you know, what I'm saying you can figure out who it was just based off what I, who I just named. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, and it, it makes you know sense. I mean? And plus, if you if you got a concept of uh, ge- geography. And oh, <laughs> in the conversation, yeah, in the conversation. Yeah. I mean, yeah, <laughs> that makes perfect sense. Well, no doubt. Hey, but, hey, man, I hey, thank you so much. Man. What's up? No, thank you. Think, no, all I was going to say is, but actually, the geography will throw them off because two of the people you named are on the West. Right. Two of them. That's true. Two no of them do live here. True. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. Yeah, but um, it is what it is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, man, man, seven. I appreciate you so much. Um, yo, man, look and fuck it. You're gonna look out for our project drop at the top of the year. I wasn't even gonna say that, but you <laughs> fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. We, what you just said? We gotta put that. We gotta put that shit. In, we gotta put that shit in the atmosphere, man. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you know, like, you know that. That's all I got to say. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Top of the you know, and all I'm gonna say is that the nigga that did the beats, with the exception of one beat, with the exception of one beat, the nigga that did the beats is a problem. He is a problem. Oh my god, super problem. Yeah, like that's that's Ooh. that's all I'm gonna say. I'm gonna just leave it right yep. there. You know what I mean? Um, matter of fact, matter of fact, fuck it. Somebody I just named just did some projects with him. More riddles for your ass. More riddles for your ass. Somebody oh. I just named. Just did two projects with him. So with the get same producer. Yeah. So get your Googles right. You know what I'm saying? Have fun with that. And you know I'm about to dig, nigga. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh man. Oh man, you go you gonna lose it. When you listen to these shits, you're gonna lose it. Oh man, I already cause I already know on the on the B side this nigga's dumb. So like <laughs> like Okay. Oh man, any one of them people that we just named on rhyming on his shit is about to be ridiculous. So yeah, yeah. I'm about to check that right now. Matter of fact, you know what? I need to. I kind of need to get my ass in gear. I got a show here in just a couple of hours. I need to get my act together. I got to go uh, hit the mall or the flea market or something. I need some something, something fresh to rock while I'm rapping tonight. Um, any shouts yeah, you want to give my man before we get out of here? Uh, first and foremost, I want to give a shout out to you know what I'm saying man, woman, and child, and everybody listening to this podcast, you know what I'm saying? We appreciate your ears. We appreciate your time. Um, I wanted to give a special shout out to my homegirl, Wanya Long. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Out, out of Germany. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's handling my PR, and she's been doing everything to to get this 
to get this heard and get, and to get bare hands for heard and seen. You know what I mean? And uh, we just study pushing, we study pushing. You know, so hit her up for all your PR needs. It's I still love her. De. You know what I mean? And and of course, I want to shout out my brother Seven the Panther, aka Bunchy Carter, just for you know saying being the artist and the man that he is, and for being my friend and you know, for allowing me this platform. You know what I mean? To to, to let y'all get to know me. No doubt, man. Yo, shout out to the whole, the whole North Carolina hip hop, man. We, you know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all bred, North Carolina, if the rest of hip hop don't give you your props, y'all bred some monsters, yo. Just so y'all know, y'all bred some monsters and we still yeah. out here, bro. Yeah. And, and another thing, you North Carolina niggas is going to stop leaving us out of these North Carolina discussions. Like nine times out of ten, like nine times out of ten, I don't really get too, too caught up in shit like that, but I'm like, yo, hold up, man. Like you motherfuckers is acting like because we don't live there anymore that we not repping there you know what i'm saying in every interview every chance i get i'm saying north carolina seven is saying north carolina that's what that's what made us in hip-hop you know what i'm saying we made ourselves in hip-hop and i personally be feeling some kind of way when niggas like north carolina artists and our names don't be mentioned because niggas don't got the output we got and that's all i'm saying that's all i'm saying on on the last record on, on my last project, K4G 1.5. By the way, HIA, here I am. Well, I can't even, fuck it, I let it out the bag now. Here I am, the new album dropping October 16th. The new single, <laughs> the new single Why Now dropping October 2nd. Y'all be on the lookout for that. But man, like, the last <laughs> record on K4G, I said North Carolina till I'm in the tomb. But tech be the right. spot where I'm making my moves. Like, okay, it's obvious. Yeah, I moved to Washington, nigga, but nigga, I'm, I rep Carolina to the day I pass out until they put me in a box, nigga. Y'all already know that shit. So, like... Right, right. Stop being funny style just because niggas left. Don't get in your feelings. You know what I'm saying? Show respect, dude, niggas. Like, you know what I mean? That, that's it. That's it. But, you know, but I get it, though. You know, out of sight, out of mind. You know what I mean? But... Thanks. And at the same time, we both left the state to try to get more than what the state had to offer at the time. Indeed. You know what I mean? So, like, it, it just so happens that now there's, like, a little bit of a spotlight on the state. So it's like, okay, you know what? I feel like I helped put that spotlight there. You know, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, 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 what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, just holler at the nigga. Like, so, again, like, I'm laid back, but, of course, I do want my just do. You know what I mean? And I'll say that to anybody, and, and I dare motherfucker to, to say something different while I'm while I'm right there. Like, come on, bro. Like, we've we been out here doing this thing. Just recognize what it is, man. That's all. Show love, just like we do, you know what I'm saying? So, and because I know that it is pr- currently 2.32 East Coast time, and I'm going to be dropping this podcast probably in about 30 minutes, I'm going to go ahead and mention the show. Mike's and Mads, Volume 2, featuring Ilpo, Maul, State the Truth, Fam You, and myself at 5 o'clock Eastern time, 2 o'clock uh, Pacific time, uh, on Facebook Live on the Fam You Music page. However, if you are friends or followers of any of the other artists that are on the show, we will be doing watch parties from our individual pages just in case you don't follow Fam You. So um, be on the lookout for that. Salute to the whole Watts, the whole ninth floor, my whole crew, Sound Chamber Productions. Of course, my brother, Eda Mad Assassin, man. It has been a pleasure talking with you as always. Um, always. A pleasure recording this project with you. Uh, bro, I can't wait till they hear it, man. Like, for real, for real. That's I how just, it goes. I just, just want to see what these videos look like. <laughs> Another shout out to Kurt. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to do this next one. Like, I'm I'm hyped for that. So like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, more riddles for the people. More riddles. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah. You we know. know y'all just have to figure it out. <laughs> you know. But um, that's what's up. Oh, but, yeah, but I, I got a question people. about the show. Oh, I got a, but, what's up? 
I, I, I thought the poster, the flyer said YouTube Live. It's going to be on Facebook Live instead? It, yeah, it's going to be on Facebook because YouTube did some funny stuff and was trying to make us jump through some hurdles to do it. Um, that was going to take longer than we was going to be able to accomplish by today at 5 o'clock. So it was like, okay, look, just pull the plug on that. We'll go Facebook between now and the next one. Let's figure out how to do Got it you. without okay. without all that, without all the loopholes. So, yeah, so, I mean, I, you, YouTube would have been perfect. Like, I, I would prefer to do it that way, but... um. You know, it is what it is. The, the powers that be trying to keep the independent artists in their place, and we trying to break out the cage. So, <laughs> right, we're gonna do our thing. You know, what I'm saying like what your boy say on the wire, man. We out here, we out here trying to get it. Y'all try to stop us. That's how I go. You know what I'm saying? Why right, right. To go back, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, that's what we at with it, my nigga. But hey, shit, it is what it is. So yeah, hey, bust it. I'll, I'll send you the link as soon as it's up. Uh, the, the podcast should be up probably in like thirty minutes. So um. As soon as it's ready, I'll send you the link, man. Let's get everybody, let's get everybody on it. And again, thank you so much, man. Bare Hands 4, Dark Side of the Mountain out now. All four Bare Hands projects are on all the streaming platforms. Make sure y'all check out Eat a Mad Assassin. Thank y'all for tuning in to Panther Politics as always. One love to hip hop, one love to North Carolina, one love to Tacoma, and one love to all men, woman, and child. All power to the people. One love. Peace.